In the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Monday, January 8th, the year 2018. This is now twice in basically the last three weeks that somebody has come to me and said, I need to get on your show, I need to talk, I want to talk, let's, let's do it. So that's why Danny Flecka joins me. He talked fantasy for most of the year. Now he's here to talk reality. Um, this is this is your show. This is your appearance, basically. So you were away. You were overseas. You you saw the ESPN.com story, and it ticked the nerve, and you want to talk. So just talk away. Well, yeah. I mean, when I was I was in London last week, so I did everything I could on my end to try to stay up to date with everything. You know, big week in sports with college football playoffs. You know, I missed a good game in the Oklahoma Georgia game. And, um, you know, college basketball is getting ramped up in, in the NFL, but obviously the NFL steals the, show, the story once again. So that, that, that article, it was interesting. I mean, before I get into my thoughts, what were some of your thoughts? You know, coming from a, a Jets fan and NFL fan in general, what did you think of the story? To be honest, I have not read the full story yet. Um, by Seth uh, uh, Wickerstam on ESPN.com, but I know the tenets of it. Um, I was shocked they traded Garoppolo at the time. Um, infighting does not surprise me. Um, the fact that it's not all happy, happy, joy, joy doesn't surprise me. But I also find it absolutely absurd that Belichick would leave or that Brady would leave. They've got the perfect setup, the perfect system, and the perfect formula for success. When you look at all the dysfunction around sports and various organizations, in various leagues, not even just football. If it's good, don't break it. I, I, I just cannot see how one of them would want to change what's going on. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, living in the belly of the beast over here in Boston, um, all you ever hear is, you know, Belichick we trust, uh, Tom Brady's the best of all time, and, um, you know, Brady can do no wrong, and, and Robert Kraft this, and Robert Kraft that, and, and stuff, and um, obviously this morning on um, sports radio, they were still doing a lot of it, and uh, I just find it fascinating. That's an article that I myself did not find surprising. Um, I've been saying to people here that are fans for a while that um, just wait. Wait, you know, the, the other shoe will drop eventually in this. And I think it's been brewing for a couple of years. Um, you know, you go back to um, the the flake gate and the immediate response by Belichick when, when that came out and how he was very nonchalant and very easy to, to point the finger at, at Tom in that situation. Then you go back to um, Brady's suspension and Garoppolo playing, and then you know the off season when they didn't trade Garoppolo, which I thought was maybe the biggest indicator that they may not all be on the same page. I think that was to me a very big clue, and not being oblivious to anything if you're a fan of the team or, or anything like that is that when. A player that you have under contract can create so much value externally for your team and you choose to not move on that right away, it says a lot. Um, and despite the way Brady's played this year and the way people have talked about him uh, being at an MVP level, um, 
I think really takes away from, from the brunt of the story and the underlying theme that people haven't hit on is what's the, the Patriots' motto at the end of the day? Do your job. And I think this is one of those things where people aren't doing their job and stepping outside the lines of what their, their job may be. So um, I found it fascinating, a fascinating read and uh, a story I was not at all surprised about and really think that despite what people might think about this team, that this might be the last year that they're, they're all together. But uh, why... Okay, let me ask you this. Why would you, um, if you're, if you are Tom Brady and you have the opportunity to stay in New England forever, what would be, if, if at all, your temptation to leave? I don't think it has anything to do with him, to be honest. I think that, you know, they were put in an unevitable, unevitable situation where you have uh, a MVP-level quarterback who's, who's won so many games and um, is entering, as most people hate to say, the twilight of his career. And in a backup that, you know, given, granted, it's a small sample size, but um, has been able to perform. And I think that you can't have... $40 million tied in your cap to two players, especially when one isn't even seeing the field. And uh, I just think that if you were, if it were me and I was the owner, and you know, it's easy for me to say where I'm sitting right now, my conversation with Brady at the beginning of the year would be like, listen, you're under contract, you have Jimmy under contract. We're obviously not going to see him do anything unless something happens to you. But at the end of this year, there's a strong possibility we're looking to possibly move on from one of you and that's just the way it's going to be and that's the way I would have loved it if I were them but clearly he has more pull within that organization than I think than, than most of us thought he did you if I'm not mistaken you've said for a while that going back to last offseason you would have moved on from Tom I think I have that right correct yeah, I, I would have kept Tom for this year, and I would have let him play out his contract. He is off. He is under no guarantee salary next year, and neither is Jimmy. And um, there was one of those things that if I'm looking at it from an owner's perspective or a coach's perspective, I've gotten, I think, everything you can out of Brady uh, for somebody who wasn't supposed to be anything special. Um, and he's turned out to be the complete opposite. And you've gotten 18 years of awesome football from him, six, um, you know, I mean, five Super Bowls, seven Super Bowl appearances, you know, possibly eight, you know, if they if things go their way this year. Um, and he's 40. You know, let's just leave it at that. He's 40 years old. And how much can you really milk what he's, you know, milk it if you're the Patriots? And if it were me, I'm just looking at the cost-benefit. You have a 40-year-old that you're going to pay 20-something million dollars to, or you have a 28-year-old that you can pay, you know, market price for and get another five to ten years of success. I think they really screwed the pooch when, when they looked at it that way, and I think Kraft's relationship with Brady really blinded his judgment here, and I think, you know, I said this at the beginning of the year to some people that, that are fans here, you know, this could be it. And you better enjoy it because you're never going to see this happen again. And, um, you know, I think we're starting to see that. And people are within the organization have come out and said it because you're going to have Patricia possibly leave this year, McDaniels possibly leave this year. And if you're Belichick, you look at it from a long term perspective. He's 67. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He's losing his two top coordinators. I don't know 
enough about the rest of their staff to say, okay, well, they have somebody in the wings waiting. But um, they, they lost one of their other coordinators who went to Alabama this year, uh, Brian Dobell, who's the officer coordinator there. So I don't know who on that staff is necessarily uh, the next great thing, but you look at it from his perspective, you're like, well, you know, Gronk's contract's possibly coming to an end soon. Edelman's contract is up after next year. Uh, a bunch of their defensive players are, are nobodies that um, really, you know, don't have, don't really project to be anything special on, on the NFL level. And you look at it from his perspective and say, do I really want to possibly start over again where the most important position on the team is a question mark? Because even if Brady wins the MVP this year, do we really expect him to be doing this for the next two to three years? You know, that's the way I would look at it if I were him. Um, uh, has, has Brady's play this year impacted what you think? No, not at all. And I said this at the beginning of, of this year, and um, if you look at his numbers, you know, strictly speaking, he tends to dip at the end of the year anyway, and I think a lot of that is due to the grind of the season and, and his age. Um, and, you know, he, he's able to turn it back on because in the playoffs, you know, they usually get the first round by. Uh, they can rest for a little bit, and then if they win out, you know, they have another two weeks before the Super Bowl. But I think he's, his play has progressively gotten worse as the year has gone on, Worse in the sense that he's still an all-pro and an and MVP, but um, statistically speaking, he, he does get worse as the year as the year goes on. And for me to put stock in, in a four-year-old NFL player over a 28-year-old would be, you know, that that person would have to literally be made of of steel and, and can never get hurt again because you're you're risking a lot for your franchise in that sense. Um. Hmm. How do I transition from here? When you look at the giant coaching job, and you're a giant fan, when you look at that coaching job, um, and and the guys they've interviewed, both Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniel, some others, are you in favor of a trade for Bill Belichick? Absolutely not. No, um, if they a trade to get him, you, you can't do that. You need to have all of your assets available to you, especially given the year they had this year. Um, you know, people have been throwing him around as, as a potential in New York. You know, while I think that'd be awesome, maybe five years ago I could see that happening. Now, um, unless he's absolutely sold on one of these guys coming out of the draft and, and you know, he's okay with re- relinquishing some of the, the personnel power he has, I don't know necessarily how good of a fit that is in New York. And, um, you know, they were saying a lot today that the Giants will hire someone in the next week or two, then, you know, it's, then it's real. Because then they know that, you know, it's something that, that Belichick wants. But it's hard for me to see him going to a place where he'd be in probably in a similar situation as he would be in New England after this year. Um, you know, dec- declining quarterback, um, really a lot of holes in that roster that need plug-in and, um, you know, a GM in place already who, who got the job. So I, I don't know if he's going to be the best fit there. But if I'm looking at anybody on, on – that they've interviewed, my, my vote would be for McDaniels. As much as he flamed out in Denver, I think he's young enough, he's smart enough, 
um, stable ownership, uh, an organization that's res- you know respected by not only um, most of the NFL, but you know his his mentor in Belichick. I think that would be my vote if I had to pick someone that's going to be there in the next five ten years. What do you think the outcome of this is? I think you know the Patriots are going to do what they do. They're going to put it behind them. They're going to play. They got to. You know, my opinion, an easy game on, on Saturday. Um, and then who knows? I, I think it's going to be tough again. You know, it, you know, from a, a neutral perspective, you're looking at a team that every single year they go into the playoffs or, or something. There's something there as far as the storyline is concerned. Whether it's the Flake Gate, um, you know, Rob Gronkowski, uh, and now this. It, it's tough for me to see, to see them persevering again, but. They always, they've always done it, so and, until they don't, I'm going to say that they're still going to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not impressed with anybody in the AFC, for that matter. I don't believe that Pittsburgh can do it going into New England. And if you look at the NFC, I think if Philly had Carson Wentz, that's a viable contender, but I don't know if anybody over there is a viable contender, so I think you're stuck with um, the likely outcome that we are headed to a... I'll say Pittsburgh, New Orleans, uh, sorry, uh, New England, New Orleans Super Bowl that the Pats win 31-20. It's going to be tough. I mean, New Orleans yesterday did not really impress me. Um, I thought there was some shoddy play calling and uh, game time decisions. You know, they had a third down and two at the 50 uh, to ice the game, and they run it. And they, they were being stuffed all day. They threw for 400 yards, and um, they didn't decide to throw it there. Then they throw it up. They go for it on fourth down and two, and give them the give the Panthers the opportunity to, to try to win that game, which was right there for them. Um, it, it's tough. The NFC against the crapshoot. I mean, I, I think if it, if Atlanta can persevere um, in. In filling this weekend, you could be looking at them as a favorite to, to make the Super Bowl, but I can't really put my my money on any of those teams right now. I think it's just a, a crapshoot. You, you know, you have Nick Foles, Case Keenum, and two of the quarterbacks. You know it. Matches this weekend, yep. and in the AFC of Blake Bortles and Mariota. It's tough. It's tough to see any team really contending besides the Patriots and the Steelers to make the Super Bowl, and unfortunately one of them is going to have to lose before we get there. You know it. Um, Two final things. Number one, do you think, start of next season, Kraft is the owner, Belichick's the coach, Brady's the quarterback? I think one of them is, is, I don't think Kraft's going anywhere. If he goes anywhere, it's going to his son. So, you know, I'm not going to really count him in there. Um... My vote would be for for Belichick to be out of there. Um, so you really think this is the end? I, I think that if I had to put, if you're asking me to bet on, on one of those guys being gone, it's, it's Belichick. I don't think Kraft obviously not going anywhere. It's his team, um, and his son would be taking over. Brady, you know, how could you get rid of Brady now? You you legitimately have no draft. Uh, even you have no backup to. to Replace him, and on top of that, you're you're picking in the the late twenties or uh, or thirties or whatever it might be, and all those top prospects are gone unless you you make a trade to to trade up and get somebody, which I don't see them doing. It's not their mo. They usually trade back. They don't trade up. Um, if you're Belichick and you win your sixth Super Bowl, you know what do you really have to prove? You know there, you, you wanted to maybe do it without Brady um, as your QB and. 
you know, that's not happening anytime soon there. So if I had to put money on any of them, it's on him. Interesting. Um, I, I don't think anything changes. I think we stay with the status quo, and I think they argue about this after retirement. Maybe, you know, they're not all BFFs for the rest of life, but I, 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 I think they stay together for a long time. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely, you know, the, the most likely outcome, but, you know, if, if there's still an opportunity for something to change, you know, I would say that Belichick's the one that would be jumping ship and, um, Maybe McDaniel stays in, in New England, and it's his uh, his turn to, to make something happen. Um, and final thing, I believe it was you that saw Chelsea's stadium and locker rooms while you were in London, correct? Yes. Okay, I had two friends who were in London at the same time. Um, your your thoughts of of seeing Stamford Bridge in person? That's awesome. I mean, it's definitely a different type of experience than what we have here as far as our, you know, big-time sports goes. Uh, you know, it's a stadium that sits about 42,000. You know, soccer stadiums are usually more intimate. Um, the, the crowd is right on top of the field. Um, the locker rooms are nothing special, but, you know, it's an older stadium to begin with. But, um, you know, you can see how a stadium like that presents a great home field advantage for any type of team and um, it's unique you know it's pretty cool to see something a little bit different than what you're, we're used to and uh, you know being able to watch a game there would be pretty pretty unique at the end of the day but you need to have a, a good amount of money to do so <laughs> you got that right um, anything else you want to get off your chest uh, for now that's about it you know I think I'll, I'll gain some more opinions as the, as the week goes on so maybe next week okay First, you got to get, get get caught up on uh, on uh, work-related matters. Oh, who wins tonight? Duh, that's the most obvious question. Who wins tonight? Um, I've got my money on Bama. They they dominated Clemson the other night, and you know Georgia was pretty impressive in their their win from against Oklahoma coming back and everything else like that. But I think Nick Saban is like eleven and zero against his assistants in the past, so uh, I'll I'll put my money on Bama. There you go. Um, Danny, as always, thank you for coming on Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. All right, man. Have a good night. You know it. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on Teeing It Up.